0: It's Tuesday, September 20, 2022. We're reaping what we've sown. We're now experiencing devastating climate impacts.
1: Three simultaneous major storms underscore climate crisis impacts. Climate change juiced Pakistan's catastrophic flooding, study finds. Plus,
0: this is my ancestors' land, and I feel like I shouldn't have to leave. Court
1: blocks massive proposed plastics plant in Louisiana.
2: All those blockages and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis and snarky comment.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, the worst thing that can happen to you as a climate scientist is that your predictions come true.
2: Yeah, you know, that's also the worst thing that can happen to you as a political news person on the radio. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Detsy Doyen. I know the Queen of England died a couple of weeks ago, so that's kept the news media busy, but as it turns out there were three huge storms over one single weekend.
1: And a lot more than that over this past summer. As we go to air, it's climate week in New York City, the annual Climate Solutions Conference, coinciding with the United Nations General Assembly. Both events arrive after a summer of extreme weather disasters around the world. Pakistan is still reeling from one of the worst climate disasters in history. The World Health Organization warns of a second disaster. Waterborne and mosquito-borne diseases are surging after unprecedented rains inundated a third of the nation, killing more than 1,500 people, and there is not enough medicine to treat millions of displaced people living in crowded camps. This week, climate experts at the World Weather Attribution Initiative reported that climate change supercharged the intensity of Pakistan's record rainfall by as much as 50%. And the month long extreme heat wave that preceded the rain was made 30 times more likely. Mm This past weekend, three powerful storms hit simultaneously around the world, underscoring the rising costs of inaction on climate change. Hurricane Fiona ripped across Puerto Rico as a Category 1 storm, causing a territory-wide blackout on its fragile electric grid. Some areas received as much as 30 inches of rain, triggering astonishing flooding. As we go to air, one death has been confirmed, thousands rescued from the floods. President Biden has issued a state of emergency to free up federal
2: disaster funds. I hope he's ready to throw them some paper towels.
1: And FEMA says it learned from monster Hurricane Maria, which devastated the island five years ago this week. This time, FEMA pre-staged emergency personnel and supplies. Also on Sunday, Typhoon Nanmadol slammed Japan, unleashing torrential flooding in mountain areas. More than 9 million people were told to evacuate. The storm is expected to cause billions in damages. In Alaska, the zombie remnants of Typhoon Murbach hit western Alaska as the most intense storm in 50 years, causing dangerous storm surge flooding over more than 1,000 miles of Alaska's low-lying coastline, destroying bridges, roads, and coastal defenses.
2: All within two or three days.
1: Yes. And on Democracy Now!, climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann summed up the onslaught of extreme weather this summer, from historic heat waves in China, Europe, and the U.S., to Pakistan's biblical floods and this weekend's crushing storms.
0: We are witnessing the devastating consequences of climate change now. This isn't 10 years into the future. It's not way off in the Arctic. It's where we live now. We are experiencing Devastating consequences of past climate inaction and it really drives home the importance of taking action now
2: Yeah, and wait until it gets really bad
1: But some good news. Good. In Australia, the Parliament has passed its first major climate legislation in more than 10 years, with a first-ever mandate to cut Australia's carbon emissions 43% by 2030, which would bring one of the world's top coal exporters in line with Western allies like the U.S. and the U.K. Nice. Also, South Australia, where they famously installed one of the world's first utility-scale battery farms on a bet from Tesla CEO (laughs) Elon Musk. Right. Uh, South Australia is now set to become the first major regional grid to run on 100% renewables.
2: Very cool. I remember when they used to get blackouts all the time until Elon Musk and his batteries came along.
0: Yep. And finally, this is my home. This is my ancestors land. And I feel like I shouldn't have to leave my home to let an industry come in here and destroy what was built up for us from generations.
1: A state district court in Louisiana has revoked air permits for a massive proposed $9 billion petrochemical plastics complex in the majority black district of St. James Parish, a region known as Cancer Alley because of high cancer rates among residents living near a large number of polluting industries. Formosa Plastics Corporation says it will appeal, but the ruling is a major victory for local environmental mental justice groups.
2: Nice. Good news indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we didn't have time for, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.